When I was here last, I, um, I mentioned that I've, having been, a, say, a pastor for many years, um, I've really changed how I preach. I try to give people word rather than three points. I think it's because if I give you three points, uh, most of them. Um, but a word, so my, my title today is Layers. And um, if you look at the picture, if you, if you watch any kids' movies, you'll probably get the idea from Shrek. Um, there's this part where Shrek, who's an ogre, and Donkey are walking along together, and, and, and Shrek says, ogres are like onions. Um, they have layers, layers. The exterior is not what they're all about. And so anything to kind of help that stick. And my whole purpose is trying to give people a, a, a word rather than, than a whole phrase. If, if your neighbor says, oh, you go to church, do you know, oh, you know what, what, did, um, what do they talk about in church? Gave three um, three points. They were um, now uh, it was um, yeah, it was from the Bible. It was um, we looked at the book of you know and you you but you can say oh yeah yeah they layers really layers. So what do they say about that? And hopefully something from what I share will stick with you um, to be able to share um, share that with someone um, if they should ask. But most of all, that it will change the way that you live today and beyond. So um, Colossians chapter 3 is where I'm, um, we're going to work through. And I just want to introduce it by reading um, a few verses right from the beginning, from verse, verse 1. Let me just read. For some of you, your kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Now I have to confess that um, two of my eldest two sons inspired what I'm going to share with you. When they, they're now in their 30s, but when they were, they were young, just occasionally for something to do on, a, on an English rainy day when they couldn't be outside, which is where they wanted to do, they would put on all of their clothes at the same time. So you could try and imagine this Two boys around sort of six, seven years old, just, you know, all of their T-shirts, all of their pants, socks, the works, underwear, they would just layer up with everything. And so they'd be like kind of little Michelin men, you know, trying to, walking around like this. And, and that's the image I'd like for you to have in your mind as we look at this, because it's what Paul is saying. He says, first of all, clothe yourselves. Clothe yourselves with compassion. That's a great topic for me, you know, working for compassion. Um, but what does it mean? You know, what does it mean when we say, I choose to put on compassion? Doesn't mean we put our compassion t shirt on, as Penny has done this morning. Compassion literally means to sit with. To sit with. So it would mean, if I can come and pick on Jeff here, just coming, me coming day, Jeff, how are you? How are you going? And then me shut, shutting up. And let him him speak to sit with someone and sympathise with them and and I think it's a great um, concept key point for men husbands particularly here because most blokes are kind of fixers you know when your wife comes home and 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 she's had a bad day uh, and we want to kind of fix it we want to make it better you know and that's just often how we kind of generally work and I've discovered this amazing thing that if 
if, if my wife's had a bad day, if I just sit down and ask her about her day and I make appropriate noises at the right times but really zip this, it kind of fixes itself. It's really quite remarkable. So um, I've learned that a bit about compassion. Sometimes people just need an outlet to sit with. And, and whether that's a neighbour, whether it's your spouse, whether it's one of your children, someone at work, someone at church, or whether it's a child in the Philippines that you might not literally sit alongside, but when you write to them and when you read their letter, you just sit there for a bit. Sit with their letter. Sit with what they've shared with you. Sit with them. Try to be in their shoes. What does this feel like for them in their country? Do some research about the Philippines. Remember this video you've just seen. Sit with them in compassion. And it might change what you write back and what you say. You know, if you, if you sponsor with compassion, it will cost you that $48 a month, however you do that, or three three twenty a day if you want to sponsor two children. It will cost you there, but it will also cost you in time to pray and to write letters. And, and um, most people are happy to give the money, but they find the letter writing really hard. And that's why I always... I don't want to make you feel guilty about not writing. I just want to reiterate the impact that it can have when someone from a wealthy country is writing to someone in a country in poverty saying, I believe in you. You heard from that pastor on the video. People don't dream. Or you can help them dream. So those letters are really, really important. Next, um, he says, um, clothe yourself with kindness. And um, when I was thinking about this word, I, I think I watch movies all the time here, but I, I don't. Um, there was a movie that Disney, I think Disney put out about Cinderella a while ago, and it was not even an acted one rather than a cartoon version. And there's, a, there's this part in the video where, where Cinderella is kneeling beside her mother who's dying. And there's this really moving scene. I, I, I was going to play it, but I'll have you all crying, so I, I'm not going to do that. So well, let, me explain this, let me explain the setting. So there's... there's um, Cinderella kneeling beside her mother and her mother is, is saying the, the final words to her daughter. And she says, Cinderella, have courage and be kind. Have courage and be kind. And I think it takes courage to be kind in a broken world. And, and Cinderella's saying, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how. And she's, she's, you know, she's crying and this thing's happening and, and her mother says this to her. I love this phrase. Cinderella, you have more kindness in your little finger than most people possess in their entire bodies. Anyway, we know the story of Cinderella. Fairy story. But you know, as believers, that should be true of us. We have Christ in us. We have the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. And he is kind. So we should be the kindest people on the planet. We should have more kindness in our little finger than most people possess in their entire bodies. So... My encouragement is as we live life, as we're out there, not just the set ones where we're going to talk to someone maybe who they've, they've said, oh, I just need someone to talk to. That might happen to some of you. But, but when you're in Coles, when you're at the servo, wherever you are, be kind. You don't know what kind of day those people have had. Show some kindness and see what happens. I think kindness can look like, it should look like something. It can be a smile. It can be shouting someone a coffee. You can work on and think about that. Next he says, clothe yourself in humility. You know, in a, in a society and a world where we're kind of encouraged to climb the corporate ladder, you know, do higher, um, 
you know, bigger churches or whatever else it is. You know, let's do the bigger, higher thing. Paul here says, go lower. Go lower. Humility. Put aside our desires and our wants. And let's look to the needs of others. You know, when I've, I've shared some stories while I've been humbled, of you know, when that, that gentleman came and I was about to stop and feeling quite sorry for myself, and then he came and sponsored 14 children. It was a humbling time. Sometimes we need a reminder of around us everything is not about us. Um, and that's why I think Paul starts this passage by keep, set your mind on things above. Let's remember what we're really about. Let's, let's choose the path of humility. And it doesn't mean to be walked on, and I think it takes courage to go lower but it's something that we need to need to do um you know jesus humbled himself from all the glories of god and became human being humility humility let's follow his example next he says um clothe yourself with gentleness it's getting really warm up here which is interesting because a synonym of gentleness is warmth you know, but if, if you ever had that said about someone, oh, you know the person, they're a really warm person. We don't mean they're hot and sweaty, do we? We, we, we mean that there's something about their, their personality that's, that's attractive, that's gentle, that's kind. You feel safe around them. We want to be around people like that. Gentleness. And I, I passionately believe the more we do that, the more we put the layers on, the more we choose to layer on, the next one comes more naturally than the first one, when we're making a choice to live in a certain way. Then he says, um, clothe ourselves with patience. And I want to share a story with you. It happened to me yesterday. So this is really hot off the press. So um, I got off the, got off the plane, Cairns Airport, and um, went to pick up a hire car, which is meant to be a Suzuki Swift. So just while I'm um, working up around this area. So, um, but it's quite a queue, which I've rarely had before. There was... Um, fewer several people in front of me and it was taking a long time and I'm waiting, still waiting for my bags and just, just kind of watching and as I'm looking at the people behind the counter there was four of them there was one lady who had a bandana on and I thought, I wonder if she's got cancer couldn't see any hair so it just made me think and I thought, oh, oh please, please can she serve me I wanted to encourage her, I want to ask her and um, and I was kind of watching around there. There was another guy at the end called Paul, and, and he was serving this other guy. And, and then, then there was a guy waiting, came in sort of behind me. Then they opened the counter next door, and he just ducked over there in front of me. And I thought, okay, your time is obviously more important than mine. And, and uh, I just stood there patiently. And I thought, well, I'm in a desperate hurry. It's okay. It's okay. And I was watching them. And then eventually I get to Paul. And I said to Paul, how's your day? And he said, you don't want to know. And I said, looks like you've been really busy. Oh, I said, it's been like it all day. We've had four delayed flights. Then they all came in at the same time. And the cars were in the wrong places. And it was just, he, he was just, and, and I said, I'm, Paul, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry you've had a, um, a bad day. But um, thank you for, for serving me. And then he started processing. He looked at my email address. He said, compassion. In my email address, he said, is some, um, ah, oh, that's why you asked me about my day. I said, I work for the company, yes, I work for the organisation, but, um, but I'm serious. As he asked me that, he said, were you serious about my day? I said, yes, I was. That's why I pressed you. 
and said, tell me about it. And we had a great chat. And he told me about why it was so busy and actually why it's quite difficult working in that environment at the moment. Um, and he talked about his boss, which I won't go into that. Anyway, the long short of it is I, um, I walk out with keys to BMW X3. <laughs> okay. So it was nice to get an upgrade. So you never know. Show compassion. See what happens, you know. Um, that's never happened to me before. But I did wonder if I needed to park it around the corner. You think me rocking up on a BMW working with compassion might not be a good thing. But, but you know, I, I, look, I share that story with you to say just asking someone how is their day and then stopping to listen obviously had an impact because he wanted to do something, which he did. I didn't ask for an upgrade and I'd been quite happy in a Suzuki. And sometimes when you, you put these layers on and you make a difference and you go to someone and you say something and you, you do that and you get nothing back. In fact, sometimes you can get venom back. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. And sometimes, every now and again, you get what happened to me yesterday. And For me, it was just an encouragement. Keep doing it, Simon. Keep asking people. Be, be prepared to ask, even if you go to the lady and maybe she hasn't got cancer. Maybe I got it wrong and maybe I stuffed up. Well, I can apologize. But I'd rather have tried than not do that. Um, and, and I think with, with COVID, people have, got, have become really isolated. And I was talking with somebody just, uh, I think it was, I might have been Des yesterday. It was. We were just chatting about, you know, where's, where's the Aussie culture of getting everyone around for barbecues? Where's it gone? Big in the 70s, 80s, maybe 90s when I was coming over here a bit. But somehow we've lost something. If you go to nations around the world and, and say, what's the Aussie culture like? They'll say barbecues. But I think we've lost it. So what can we do about it? You know, How can we layer up? Let's choose to put off the old and choose every day to say, I want to layer up and I want to get these off because I am actually getting rather warm. But we're not quite there yet. Let me... Let me um, you know, Paul, Paul then says, with all this, having put all these layers on, think of my, my boys, he says, over all these things, bear with each other and forgive each other. Let's hold short accounts. It was one of the other things that came out in that book, Imagine Heaven, that, that you recommended to me. Um, when people who, who had died and been resuscitated had this, this um, amazing thing happen, kind of having a glimpse of heaven, if you like, when they came back, one of the things they said was, was forgive quickly. Live a life of love and forgive quickly. They were the two things that came up time and time again. And, and here is Paul saying the same thing. Let's, let's hold short accounts with others. Life is too short to hold grudges. Let's bear with each other and forgive. And when you lay it up, it's easier to do that. And then he says, over all these virtues, over all these things, put on love. It's time you, you lay it up. You've got all these things on. He said, over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together. And um, you kind of, there's enough room to include someone else in that, isn't there? Yeah, well, you can, you can wrap someone else in. Come, come in here. Let's some, my warmth. <laughs> and um, you know, let's see what we can do to make a difference with those around us. You know, when my boys have put on all their layers, looking far more ridiculous, but I'm getting really hot, far more ridiculous than I am, that what they would then do is, is wrestle. So they would then have a tussle, and they'd be falling around, crashing into things, bumping into things, and I would hear all this chaos going on in our living room. 
Do you know? Do you know? On the occasions they did this, they did uh, of, not often, but several times they did this. Not once did they come to me saying, "Dad, he hurt me." Dad, I've hurt. Never. Why? Because they were so protected with all the layers. And it kind of made me think, if we're willing to do this, if we're willing to do what Paul says, we'll find we get hurt less frequently because we're making a choice to live in a certain way, to be seen to be different, to be seen to be found in Christ, putting off the old, putting on the new, and choosing to live like this. And I kind of think of it, the other analogy, if it helps you, is like a bulletproof vest. You know, you, you don't kind of hide, hide away cotton wool wool with a bulletproof vest on. A bulletproof vest is designed for the front line. And I just, we're, we're meant to be this with people. So we are likely to get in the firing line. And someone is likely to say to us, oh, what do you care? Or, or something that maybe is upsetting. But just to say, I'm still going to do it anyway. Because we're meant to be layered up. So that those thoughts don't penetrate us, but the good that comes from us might penetrate someone else and make a difference in their lives. So my challenge today is there's, there's kids' faces on a table back there. If you're able to sponsor for the first time or maybe a second child or, or maybe 14, whatever, whatever you're able to do. We don't want people to go into debt sponsoring, so um, please just do what within, uh, within your means you're able to do. But please, please do if you, if you can. Um, that would be great. But also, not only making a difference in the Philippines, make a difference out here. You know, may your neighbourhood, may Cairns be a better place because you live here and because you choose to do what, what God is saying in his word through his servant Paul to um, put on these layers. And um, let me pray. So let me uh, pray with some closing words from Paul in the next chapter. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so you may know how to answer everyone. And Father, we know that we can have a great idea of how we're going to live and what we're going to do, but it, it's, it can be different when we're faced with environments maybe that are toxic, that are difficult, and people put us down and um, we don't come away with a BMW we maybe come away with a bike and Father, the reality is there'll be things that will bless us and things that, that maybe we'll never know the blessing on someone else but I just want to pray for this church family bind them together in love help them to reach out into their neighbourhoods into their workplaces their schools, their universities their places of influence that they might be seen to be different because, Holy Spirit, you dwell in them. And I pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.